0: Hey, I'm Sam.
1: And I'm Rachel. We're the creators of Plant School.
0: Rachel's going to be teaching me, a plant novice, everything I need to know about plants, plant care, and gardening, all in a way that anyone can understand.
1: Yeah, whether you have never touched a plant or you consider yourself an expert and you want to just learn more, this podcast is for you. And though it sounds simple, there's actually a lot to cover.
0: So what are you waiting for? Join Join us us in in Plant school. School. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 32 of Plant School. Today we will be talking about transferring your indoor plants to the outdoors or more of a spring plant care guide. Um, Rachel, any opening thoughts on the podcast episode?
1: Uh, Well, we just wanted to do this since it is springtime for most people coming up um for some of you it may have been passing by in the past few weeks but it's a good time to be thinking about the things we're going to talk about today and kind of check in with your plants and maybe try some new things
0: awesome okay well can you do this to any old plant do what do this transfer (laughs) it from indoor to outdoor
1: um so no you cannot. That was one of the first things I wanted to know when I heard about putting your indoor plants outside during the summer months. And you can't do this with your tropical plants. They don't usually get the humidity that they need. If you live somewhere that's very humid, um, I'm thinking of like, gosh, where's a humid place, S.J.?
0: the south of the United States or it's pretty the, humid the Caribbean
1: yeah the Caribbean Caribbean I don't know
0: yeah near the ocean
1: near the ocean if you are there maybe your tropical plants will be just fine a lot of them grow outside anyways like um like in California I see tropical plants all the time at least southern California um but for the most part, for most of you listening, tropical varieties will not do great. So you can do this with um, any herbs that you have if you've been taking care of them inside or if there are just plants that you'd like to be outside and part of your yard, um, And this can kind of even like translate if you have a garden and you have seedlings growing inside, you can kind of use some of the stuff we're talking about today to transfer over to um, seedlings and do the same thing. So plants that you can use it for, you can use, do this for aloe vera, jade plants, cactuses, African violets, parlor palms, rubber plants, your fiddle leaf fig, pothos, zizi plants, snake plants. There's a lot of them that will do well, um, but things like maybe a peace lily or an alocasia, things like that, um, not so much. So just research the plant you're thinking of putting outside for the summer before you go ahead and do it. If I mention the one you're thinking of, then you should be just fine to put it outside.
0: Awesome. So why would you even want to move your plants from indoors to outdoors? What are the benefits?
1: Good question, because I was like, I, I don't know, I was wondering the same thing because why go through the hassle, but apparently there are a lot of really cool benefits. So, number one, it will encourage the natural blooming cycle of your indoor plant. And a lot of your indoor plants, you may not even know that they can bloom, but once you get them outside and get them with some more sunshine, you'll be surprised to see that they can um, like even snake plants, they they have a blooming cycle. But often you don't get to see those because when they're indoors, they don't get enough light. So second, it provides them with fresh, more humid air, hopefully, than what they're used to, inside at least. Um, like I said, for tropical varieties, it, it really doesn't help them too much. So the air circulation from the fresh air can really make them sturdier and stronger plants. Uh, this is something, it's, um, I don't know, it. I was going to say common knowledge, but I, I don't think it is. But like with trees, when trees are blown around in the wind, they create a trunk taper where their trunk is just kind of fatter at the bottom and it can hold them up better. And for your indoor plants, this can kind of translate over for something like a fiddle leaf fig, where it does have that central trunk. It can help it grow stronger at the bottom and sturdier, which is a great benefit. Next benefit is that the rain can clean the plant leaves for you if they are out able to get the rain. And rainwater is really great for plants. Uh, if you know anything about the nitrogen cycle, uh, nitrogen is in rainwater. That's how a lot of plants get the nitrogen that they need to survive. It helps them be green is the main thing that nitrogen does. So by getting rainwater, they are getting nitrogen in that water. It's almost like free fertilizer coming out of the sky. And also... With them being outside the warmer temperatures and the increased sun can really help plant growth so if you're wanting your plant to grow significantly then being outside can really help with that
0: okay what are the negative things that happen the cons when you move them outside
1: yeah so probably the biggest thing and perhaps the only thing is just dealing with pests and insects Um, I've heard of people hanging their indoor plants from trees to kind of keep them up and away from pests. I don't know how that would look. Walk by someone's house and there's like a cactus hanging from their tree. (laughs) If you ran into it, that would be unfortunate. Um, But yeah, so... To get around this con, basically, when you bring them back in, just make sure you're checking for the pests in the joints of the plant, under leaves, in the pot or the saucer underneath, and be sure to look for webbing, discoloring, and you can spray them with neem, o- neem oil or some sort of insecticidal soap before you bring them inside. Another con, I just thought of this, is that it could be risky. You know, your plant could be a little stressed out from the new environment. Um, so it's just up to you. Do you do the cons outweigh the pros or vice versa? For me, I think I might try it just because, I don't know. I, I just want to see what would happen. I want to see the increased growth and maybe see my plants bloom. Um, but if you just don't want to deal with bugs, then no one is making you put them outside.
0: If they die,
1: they die. <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> had to quote the great Draco, Drago Ivan Drago. That's his name, Ivan Drago. Rocky Four.
1: I'm so sorry. I did. I, uh, <laughs> I had no idea what
0: you were talking. About. <laughs> yeah, Rocky I thought before. Ivan
1: Drago was like some sort of like philosopher or something, that's so I wasn't right going to question.
0: Referee right knocks the crap out of Apollo Creed. oh
1: Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay.
0: Um. Anyways. How do you go about transferring your plants outside?
1: Yeah, so you're going to want to do this about two to four weeks after the threat of frost. So for where we live here in Utah, I think that's pretty common knowledge that we live in Utah. Um, the threat of frost for us has not passed. So we still have a ways to go until that happens. Basically, you just want 55 degrees Fahrenheit degrees I said degrees twice. Um, (laughs) You don't want it going below 55 at night.
0: 55 what? Oh, degrees.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Fahrenheit. Um, Anyway, so you're going to increase the time incrementally. You don't just want to shove them out there and they're out there for good. So for a week or two, You just want to acclimate them, put them outside for a few hours where they're protected more so from the wind and then slowly put them where you want them to be for uh, longer periods of time. Um, It's wise to start them out in shade. Full sun will definitely stress them out just all at once. So like I said, just try and acclimate them slowly. And keep them out of really heavy rain. Light rain is fine, but if it's like torrential downpour, go ahead and move them out of that. <laughs> and just be careful with watering. Um, they, when they're outside, of course, with the sun on them, um, they're going to be most likely. And the increased growth is another reason they're going to be using up more water more quickly. So just make sure that you are giving them plenty of water while not overwatering. Just check the soil before you water them, but they will dry out quicker than they would inside. Um, The other step of, you know, moving them outside, just make sure you're checking for pests often. Uh, You're going to be still, you still want to fertilize them even when they're outside, especially since they will be growing more quickly. And then move them back inside before the frost comes back and you want to use that acclimation process of um acclimating them to the lower light levels in your home so put them in your home for a few hours put them back outside and then kind of do that check for bugs when you bring them back in if you'd like to make sure you don't bring them inside to your other plants
0: the part where you talked about the sun stressing them out yeah have you ever seen bench warmers
1: yes the guy the, the who guy was in the yeah closet. the brother
0: i can't remember if it was just a friend or a brother but yeah he like lives he lives inside for like i don't know years and they finally convince him to go outside <laughs> yeah and he's just so pasty white and he can't <laughs> handle the sun
1: that's how your house plans yes
0: up. yeah just imagine being inside for a whole year and then finally going outside for the first time into an 80 degree sun sunny day your skin would just be like (laughs) all right besides possibly moving plants outdoors what other things should you keep in mind that your indoor plants may need in spring
1: yeah so if you just don't care to move them outside Um, there are other things that you can be doing in springtime. Just keep them in mind. This is the time where, you know, the sun is out for longer periods of the day. For most people, I, I say this and I think of like, um, I think of the US where we are, but I know that there are listeners in other places. And so for us, When these cycles of the sun being out, you know, in longer periods of time, you want to think about fertilizing your plant more often because more sun equals more growth. Um, Just keep an eye on its growth. And if it's growing quite a bit, uh, be sure to fertilize it. Also, think about pruning or trimming during the spring because of the active growth. It's a great time to trim back and your plant can bounce back easier. Uh, Reposition your plants If you don't want them getting too hot or being in the sun for, or like in direct sun, if it's in a spot that did well in the winter, you might need to move it for the spring where the sun's out more. And then also just think about repotting. Um, Plants tend to bounce back easier when you repot in spring, just because it has a whole season ahead of it to be growing and fitting into that new pot that you have. And I don't know, it's kind of like a a spring cleaning for your indoor plants. Just be thinking about, you know, my plant's going to be growing more. What does it need? Does it need a new pot? Does it need to be trimmed up, put somewhere else? Or maybe I need to start fertilizing it more regularly. Just some things to think about as we get into these warmer months here in the U.S.
0: Awesome. Are there any other things came up while you are talking that you want to talk about?
1: Mm, I don't think so. I think those are the main things to be thinking of during the spring. Okay. Yeah.
0: Well, thanks, Rachel, for putting all that together. And any sneak peek into what our next episode will be about before we sign off
1: yeah i think it's gonna be another care guide we had someone ask about calancho or calan wait what calandivas nachos no calancho oh that's how I, you say it right or i is it have no Kalancho? idea or i'm pretty Kalanico? sure it's calancho or calandivas <laughs> they're very similar plants and i think we're going to do a care guide and yeah it'll be a pretty uh normally long episode because i know Mm -hmm. this one was kind of short which i don't know sometimes it's nice i guess (laughs) got things to do
0: yeah well thanks everyone for listening we'll see you next week for our kalancho it sounds like we're having everyone over for like a nacho party (laughs) yeah anyways thanks see you everyone
1: Thanks for listening. Be sure to follow our podcast on Anchor, Spotify, or Pocket Cast. Also, you can follow us at Tenny Plants on Instagram, Pinterest, or YouTube.
0: Once again, that's Tenny Plants, T E N N E Y Plants. If you have any questions or suggestions for future podcast episodes, email us at tennyplants at gmail.com. Or if you're on YouTube, go ahead and comment below and don't forget to like and subscribe. See you next time.